You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Two metres clear. Out wide Honolulu Bay. Better Eclipse has called on the centre, but he is coming through. And there's a run for Max Delight and wider Majestic Cruiser. They fan into the straight. Better Eclipse, Honolulu Bay go up. Max Delight's coming through on the inside. Honolulu Bay hit the lead from Max Delight. Kicking on Bundoran, Bundoran. They hit it. Outside, I think Honolulu Bay's wanted a nose to Bundoran. In a great go, Max Delight, Better Eclipse. Better call me. We're all close up. Majestic Cruiser. Yeah, you could have thrown a tea towel over them uh, that particular heat uh, earlier this week. And Honolulu Bay, the winner for Emma Stewart, of course, and David Moran is $1.55. Chris Barsby is with us. How are you, Chris? I'm really well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. I've got Glenn Munsey. The wheels are in motion for your bet type that you want to have in the Inner Dominion that Emma Stewart will train the winter winner. What price do you reckon it'd be, Darren Clayton? Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, how many runners is she going to have? That's the Chris? first thing. Well, uh, well, she's got five. I'm pushing for six. So you promised me a dollar fifty yesterday, oh, Steve. Be so... $1.50. I thought maybe <laughs> would it be around a dollar twenty-eight, a dollar thirty price, something like that, for her to train the winner. I reckon. Well, well, that's the question, Darren. How many do you think she will have? She's got the top three point scorers as it stands. Uh, there's another two that certainly look like they're in the top twelve, and there's a chance of like a wildfire performs well tomorrow night. He may even force his way in. So. I think five is going to be, you know, the, the, the base, but maybe six for next week's final, half the field. Yeah, and if she has that many in, well, it then comes down to barrier draws and you've got, you know, you're a one in two chance of drawing every good barrier position if she's got that many runners. So, you know, the right horse draws the right barrier. It's looking harder and harder for one of their runners to be beaten. Well, if it's not Emma Stewart, what is it going to be? Is it going to be expensive ego, a better eclipse, or what's the danger to Emma Stewart? I think the three main dangers would be Spirit of St. Louis, expensive ego, better eclipse. I'd be hard-pressed making a case for any runner outside of those three that aren't an Emma Stewart runner to win the final. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's her race to lose. It's her race yeah, to lose. But tomorrow night... She's got, uh, I think there's three runners in one heat, so that's going to be interesting. Let, let's go through these races tomorrow night with Tab with the, the latest prices they've got up for these uh, heats tomorrow night. So final round, and we're over the longer journey here at Geelong tomorrow night, 2,570 metres. Uh, so we start with race, uh, race six, which is the first heat for the paces tomorrow night. Torrid Saint, 9.50, perfect stride, 26. Better Eclipse, 2.80. Alta Orlando, 34. Honolulu Bay, who's looking to go through the series unbeaten. He's $1.55. Zeus Bromac, 34. Longfellow, 126. Gillaby Sylvester, 51. Better Call Me, 51. Bulletproof Boy, 101. And Max Delight, $51. So a clear favourite here, Darren. Honolulu Bay at 155. Does he get the job done? And, you know, obviously uh, that he's unbeaten so far, he'll be the only horse going to the final if he keeps that record intact tomorrow night. He will be the only runner, but it's probably not the stat you really 
history suggesting you want on your side anyway. There's a long, a lot of years, the traditional format of three heats into a final. It's been a long time since a, a winner's gone through the three heat rounds undefeated and then won the final. So, um, But Honolulu Bay, from there, he gets forward at some stage. Torrid Saint, Better Eclipse, um, Elder Orlando, all drawn to his inside. Certainly sets it up for an interesting run. So you would expect with two heat wins, he's guaranteed all but guaranteed his way into the final so is he the one that you know they don't really need to to put all their eggs out in one basket of winning this heat um you know i think better eclipses probably gets his opportunity to win this heat from gate three well the market says opposite to that uh, darren because honolulu bay open 160 he's now 155 and better eclipse open 220 he's now out to 280 there's been a little bit of specking for the pole market torrid saint 950 in from 11 so punters are on board with honolulu bay correct me if i'm wrong king of swing did he go through the series or the, the heat format uh, last year unbeaten and then uh, uh, fell away in the final yeah exactly right so um you know that's what i say it's a it's a bit of a moz there so um, I went through all the, all the facts and figures. It's a long time since it's happened, so um, I haven't got the exact date. I, I got run out of time looking at how far back, but the traditional format, it certainly has been a while. Well, this next heat, the, the second of the pacing heats tomorrow night, this is the, the key heat for Emma Stewart tomorrow night because she's got three runners and, uh, you know, they're, they're good chances. Act now is the favourite, $1.70. Comes up with the inside draw. The Black Prince, 81. Beyond Delight, Emma Stewart, $6. Like a Wildfire, Emma Stewart, $51. Expensive Ego, three eighty. Bundoran, 81. Sicario, 151 Too Fast, Too Serious, $12. Wolf Stride, 41 Majestic Cruiser, 11 Jillaby Nitro, 151 And Monomia, also at 151 So an odds-on favourite here, Act now. He's been huge in the series so far, Darren, but there's a few here that need to sort of push their case uh, like a wildfire is one and the other main player is Majestic Cruiser. He's right down uh, towards the bottom of the list there. I think he's about 11th on point, so he needs to really run top three to guarantee himself a spot in the final next week. Yeah, I think he probably actually needs to win, Chris. Like, I think second will probably, like, mathematically gets him through. You're then relying on a lot of uh, different scenarios. I think Majestic Cruiser, he needs to step up. He's probably uh, not hoping to have been in this position with still with a heat to go. He probably would have liked to have secured his final spot. We know how good Jason Grimson is at getting these horses to peak right at the grand final time. So we saw it... Uh, quite a few times with this horse um this tomorrow night you know hopefully his grand final hasn't come a week too early and that he's got to um get through to that final with with a really big performance act now from the gate uh he's a really good front running horse so from gate one you'd expect him probably um to, to lead throughout a little bit of a query over the trip expensive ego i think he'll run another nice race runner up in both heat rounds but again probably doesn't have to uh go too hard but uh he is he's certainly on track um should come final time he draw a good marble yeah well he's been in the death hasn't he? he's passed two yep yeah he might be yep. there he's... again tomorrow night yeah, every chance because uh, just depends what happens early there. Um, he rolls across to, to get a handy spot. That's where he probably ends up. And over the long trip, 2,570 at Geelong, it's probably not the most ideal spot. But like I said, he's just he's just tracking along nicely. Probably just a little bit 
out of the limelight somewhat behind the Emma Stewart runners and his other stable mate, Spirit of St. Louis. Mm. Just on Emma Stewart, I know we talk about her a lot. Just uh, Chris and Darren, do you know anybody that's actually been to their property and seen what it's like? I'm just wondering what, you know, because if you're a young trainer um, that, you know, wanted to be a, a harness trainer, surely you'd have to knock on their door and say, look, can I come and do work with you for six months or 12 months just to, because it's just amazing, isn't it? What, um, well, it's a fairly surely new property, horses, They're not getting the best horses, um, but they have the best horses. So. Well, two things. They've recently moved to a new property, not far from their old existing property. So this new property, a lot bigger. It's got all the fancy toys there, the water walker and all the all the fancy uh, uh, tools that come with being a good trainer, the, the, the walkers there as well. Um, but they do get a lot of nicely bred horses. They've got some big breeders backing them. They've got uh, Durham Park. They've got Bill and Ann Anderson with Lauriston Bloodstock. So they are getting a lot of quality youngsters from the uh, the very start. And then they've obviously got a lot of owners that uh, buy at the sales. And they're buying, you know, good horses. But... You know, in saying that, that comes with a lot of pressure as well and you've got to produce the results and they do it year in, year out. So, um, yeah, it's just phenomenal. There's mm. no doubt about it. Act Now has been hammered tomorrow night. Open 250, got as short as $1.65. It's now 170. As a result, everything else has been easy. Beyond a light, six out from 360. Expensive Ego, 380 out from 250. And there's no money for Majestic Cruiser, 11 out from nine. So it's all about the uh, the pole marker here, Act Now. And he's been awesome in the series. I'll ask you both this question, just with Expensive Ego. I know you both like him. Does he lack that killer punch? I, I, I don't know, Chris. Darren would be better qualified than me. Um, but I, I just watched a couple of the heats, and I, and I know they both clashed earlier in the week, didn't they? Act now came from out the back. He was tremendous. Uh, but this horse just doing it tough, you know, working. I just horses that working all the time outside the lead and still be there at the finish. I just thought they were both brave performances. I just love to see him with a decent run to see what he can actually do. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about the the killer punch, Chris. I, he, he certainly has um, probably come up short, but you. You know, is it a different, um, you know, different narrative that we're we're reading about last year? That protest doesn't get upheld. He's the inter reigning inter dominion champ, and then a couple of starts later, he come out and got beat on a on a protest again in in one of the big races down in Victoria. Um, I think it was it was at the Casey Classic or or something like that. Um, he then his next few starts were a bit off, but yeah, he's just yeah, perhaps killer punch, but. He's just that next level of horse that he's had to come up against is just not going to plan for him, I wouldn't think. Could they take the sit on act now, given the finals next week, and the course is all qualified? Well, so that's the great unknown, Steve. Like they've got it three runners, unknown. they're all drawn well. I, and I think the other thing with with the Stuart runners, they all do tend to find the positions you expect them to. So if we expect Dak now to lead, he probably does lead. Um, it's not one of those stables where they, you know, it, they have different horses. I don't think they're worried about maximising their other horses. They're worried about each horse and each horse doing its absolute best. Mm. Was that almost career best from him in that heat the other night, Dak now, or not? Uh, no, he's always been a good horse. Like, he was a Group 1 winning three-year-old. Uh, he, he's been a, a top-liner from, from the very start of his career. But uh, I suppose there was that little question mark how he 
transition from age group racing to open class racing, but he, he's peaked at the right time here for this series. He, he probably looms as the horse to beat the way he's going right now. But, you know, draw is going to be really important for him as well. But uh, he showed the other night he doesn't have to lead to win because the way he savaged the line at Shepparton, he, he's a terrific chance. He, he's right in the zone. Mm, he has won over the long trip. Is that against his own age, Chris, the 2600 couple of times? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yep. Okay. So this final heat tomorrow night is race eight. And uh, again, it's Emma Stewart with the favourite. It's Mac Dan. So pitch perfect, 71. Bonsell Benjamin, the reigning Inter-Dominion champion, $151. Crime Rider, 71. Pete said so, 23. Triple eight, 11. I cast no shadow, 9.50. Mac Dan, $1.85. Huli Nien, 41. Neratic Prince, 6.50. AG's White Sox, 41. Better be the bomb, 51. Spirit of St. Louis, at 4.20. So Mac Dan, the favourite here, Darren, $1.85. Are you surprised there's that big a gap between Mac Dan and Spirit of St. Louis? Yeah, especially where he's drawn out in gate seven. Like I know he likes to, to get forward, but um, and it probably is a front line that's, um, you know, outside of him. Those drawn to his inside are all probably, you know, um, without being too disrespectful of I cast no shadow and triple eight, probably making up the numbers those drawn in in closer so um you can see that spirit of st louis gate 12 um if mac dan gets to the front well spirit of st louis is in for a, a tough night isn't he because if he comes to sit park well he's moving around the entire field from the second line or if he's um relying on the tempo he's relying on something else going around and, and sitting outside mac dan provided that that is your leader but uh yeah, I, I thought it might be a little bit closer, but um, geez, Mac Dan, it's just it just comes down to that Stewart factor, doesn't it? Mm. They've all been easy. The top three in betting: Mac Dan, a dollar eighty-five out from one seventy-five. Spirit of St Louis, four twenty out from four. Neurotic Prince, six fifty out from five fifty. They have chipped away at I Cast No Shadow. Twelve dollars was offered. He's now nine fifty, but he was disappointing on Tuesday night. Yeah, that was that was his heat to actually win, wasn't it? From where he was drawn, and um, yeah, I, I'd find it hard um, backing up into him again, uh, especially drawn in gate six there after what he produced the other night. Where we know he's a, a good, um, he's got good speed over the short course, which Tuesday night was. But um, twenty five hundred, he also has you know handy numbers there, but. I don't think he's one for me in this heat, that's for sure. Okay, so just looking at the current points going into the final night tomorrow night. Honolulu Bay, 32. Acknow, Macdan, 27. Expensive Ego, 26 points. Better Eclipse, 25. Neurotic Prince, 24. Spirit of St. Louis, 23. Beyond Delight, 21. Bundoran, at 20. Zeus Bromac, 19. Majestic Cruiser, 18. And then those below are really on the... Uh, on the cusp, you could say, of whether they're going to make it or not. Pete said so. Torrid Saint, Wolfstride, they're 16. I cast no shadow. Better call me 14. And then 13 points, the Black Prince, Alta Orlando, like a wildfire, Max Delight. So with this final round of heats to be staged tomorrow night, Darren, and just looking at that point score, which one do you want to be on? Um, yeah... It all comes down to barriers, doesn't it? It's it's a it's a cliche. It's a you know it's what we always say, but it it is so vital. It comes down to um, you know what they draw in that final. I still think Spirit of St Louis is probably the one if he draws well. Expensive Vigo definitely as well. Um, 
the other thing we've got to factor in is they get a week off now, so they, they'll have had three runs in the week and, and then a week off, and it's um, who gets through that week the best. Honolulu Bay comes out tomorrow night and um, wins that wins wins his heat easy enough. Well, then, um, geez, he's going to be mighty hard to beat in the final, regardless. What's interesting, Chris, is that Emma Stewart's horse, not favourite, either of them. So expensive ego and at Spiritus at Louis are the two favourites for the final. Mm. $5 each or two. Baffling. <laughs> I, I really do. Considering what, <laughs> considering what we've seen so far, it's hard to... It's hard to justify that from a, even like from a punning perspective. You're looking at the horses that have performed. Um, they've performed. They've got the form on the board. You, it's almost like you're taking a little bit of... Um, you're putting your money there in a, a little bit of a what-if scenario. And, and whereas you look at a, what's actually happened so far, well, they've dominated. And the other thing, too, the, the, the main three horses from the Emma Stewart stable, the, the drivers are confirmed. We know Jody Quinlan's going to drive Act now. We know David Moran's going to be with Honolulu Bay. And we know Mark Pitt is going to be with Mac Dan. So it's not as if there's a question mark on who drives what. Even so did though Mark have the have choice of the three, Chris? Uh, no. Um, David Moran has always sort of been uh, the pilot for uh, Honolulu Bay. And I think that's a connection to uh, Lauriston Bloodstock, Bill and Ann Anderson. Uh, Jody's always been with ACT now. And uh, it's just the way it's sort of set up. And they've been with these horses for a long time now. So there's no sort of confusion or, or you know, what ifs uh, on, on who's going to drive who. So maybe for some of those other horses that look like they're going to qualify from the stable, it'll be interesting to see who they uh, engage there to drive. But the main three, their drivers are set in stone. So you think when we look at the market next week on Sunday, that act now will be favourite? Well, depending on the draw. If, if he draws the front row, he, he's going to be pretty hard to not have as the favourite. So it's going to be interesting. There's no doubt about that. Let's have a look at the Trotters. Uh, their race is 3-4-5 tomorrow night from Geelong. Again, we're over the longer journey, 2,570 metres. This is heat one. This is a good contest here. Just believe, low flying, unbeaten in the series so far, 2.30. But he's got uh, the might of the Kiwi, uh, of the Kiwis right alongside him in bolt for brilliance. He's $1.45. Josh Dickey takes the drive. Tony Herlihy has commitments in New Zealand. Uh, Kukulin, $126. Vacation Hill, $126. Phoebe Onyx, $151. Hatchback, $51. Robbie Royale, $151. Parisian Artiste, $14. Swiss Miss, $126. Adele, $41. So this is a good old-fashioned two-horse race here. Just believe bolt for brilliance. Which way do you go, Darren? Uh, I've got to go Bolt for Brilliance. I think he's he's still clearly the top pick to win this series, and I think uh, uh, he'll confirm that tomorrow night. Just believe he'll certainly get his opportunity to roll him. It could be a, a case of um, you know what what we learn tomorrow night, what happens for the final. But as far as I'm concerned, Bolt for Brilliance, uh, he'll be winning that tomorrow night and he'll be winning the final. So just on if, that, Chris, if he didn't get involved in that interference the other night, which cost him the race, I wonder, you know, what would the margin have been, do you think, that he would have won by if that didn't happen? Yeah, it's a, it's a great unknown. Um, would have been interesting to see. But I'll ask this. If he dominates Just Believe here tomorrow night... Um, how, how short could he possibly be next week for the final? Because as it stands, Just Believe looms as one of the, the hardest for him to beat for the grand final. So if he dominates him easily tomorrow night, how short could he be? 
Yeah, he could be, you know, as short as a dollar fifty, and um, especially if he drew drew well on the front line. Um, you know, we're we're looking at the horses that are probably the top two picks for the final, and um, he's already that far in front of him. Well, not that far, but um, you know, odds on in the market to defeat him tomorrow night. Comes out, dominates him. Bolt, uh, just believe doesn't draw well in the final. Well, yeah, how short will he be? It's going to be well, well into the red, you'd imagine. Well, he's been easy tomorrow night. He's a dollar forty-five out from a dollar forty, and just believe has met with support, and that's understandable. He's drawn to lead. He's in super form. He's two thirty after two seventy was bet. So, the money is with just believe. But uh, Bolt for billions. That's a that's a really interesting heat as far as the final is concerned because. That could have a lot of bearing on uh, how short he will be for the final. Uh, heat number two for the Trotters tomorrow night, which is race four. Lot of muscle at 23. Tea Tree, uh, Tree Tommy at 151. Mufasa Metro, $2. Royal Charlotte, 150. Zaram at 151. O Fortuna, 61. Queen Alita at $2. Anywhere Hugo, 81. Always Ready, 21. Sundon's Courage, 19. Chinese Whisper at $51. So... Again, it looks a good two-horse battle here. Mufasa Metro, Queen Alita, $2 each of two. Yeah, and I guess Queen Alita, after her performance the other night, um, where she'd drawn gate one and there was a bit of concern whether she would hold the lead, well, she was able to do so easily and, and then never mm -hmm. in danger there thereafter. So from gate seven, bit bit more of an R, especially with Mufasa Metro in gate three. He's going well, runner-up in both heat rounds. So... Um, I think Queen Alita gets the better of Mufasa Metro. I think Queen Alita can win that heat. Um, if I'm looking at it from a from a punning perspective, I think a lot of muscle. The place looks a, a nice play. Um, struck trouble in the second round heat at Shepparton. In the first round heat, he was a long way back and found the line quite nicely. And um, his previous two runs where he, he resumed from a spell with a victory, um, I think he gets the right trip there to, to be the one of the uh, place players. A lot of muscle. Okay, uh, Mufasa Metro is best back with Tab right now. Two twenty into a dollar ninety-five. He's back out to yours for theirs and Queen Alita. Two dollars out from a dollar eighty. So the money is with Mufasa Metro. So he might be looking for the lead there from that favourable draw. The final heat for the Trotters race five, and this features the Queenslander Majestic Harry. One overall, nine dollars. Leanne Leanne, one hundred and fifty-one. Illawong Stardust, seventy-one. Branlow Prince, twenty-six. Majestuoso, a dollar seventy. Pink Galars 9.50, Majestic Harry 51, Kai Valley Chief 19, Nephew of Sunoco 4.60, Sleepy 16, Powder Keg $15. So the favourite clearly is Majestuoso $1.70. What have you made of his two efforts so far in the series, Darren? I, I think they're a little bit muddling. I haven't, um, like he drew gate seven in that Shepparton heat. Um, he was... Working early, got forward to, to sit outside the leader and uh, ended up finishing six metres away from uh, Just Believe in that heat. It, it was, I think, fair. Round one, he drew gate one. He was pretty well... He held on for third, but he was shuffled away. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could take odds on about him. He's certainly the best horse in the race, but I guess this is his moment. He really needs to step up. If he is really going to be a big player in this series and, and challenge um, Just Believe or Bolt for Brilliance, he needs to step up in this race. But uh, the, the one that I think can bounce back is one overall. Probably not 
ideally suited in gate one, but if it gets an easy trip, um, I thought its two runs so far have been, uh, you know, the first round, it was an odds-on favourite in the first round and broke. Um, that put him out of play. And then last time just sort of eased early from the second line. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll need maximum points for one overall if it's to make the final. So it might just be a little bit of a sleeper in this heat. Okay, Majestuoso, rock solid, open to $1.70, hasn't moved. Uh, one overall, nine out from eight. Uh, we go down to Pinkalas. There's been some specking here. Nine fifty, fourteen dollars was first bet. Uh, nephew of Sunoco, who won that heat on Tuesday night, beating Bolt for brilliance. Four sixty out from four, so he's easy. And then we're out to uh, longer odds, but uh, Majestuoso clear favourite there at one dollar seventy. So he's rock solid. And just looking at this. Uh, Point scoring set up for the Trotters coming through uh, tomorrow night with the final round of heats to be staged. Uh, the fa uh, the favourite for the final is Bolt for Brilliance, but just looking at the points, we've got Just Believe, who's up against Bolt for Brilliance tomorrow night, 32. Bolt for Brilliance, Queen Alita, 29. Mufasa Metro, 26. Nephew of Sunoco, 24. O'Fortuna Majestuoso, 22. Always Ready Hatchback, 20. Sundon's Courage, 19, uh, 19 points. Anywhere Hugo, 17. And then this is where things start to get interesting. Majestic Harry, 16. Parisian Artiste, Branlow Prince, they're all on 16. Chinese Whisper, Robbie Royale, Zerum, 14. Adele, 13. So it's going to be interesting for a number of these trotters. Do you think Harry can force his way into the final? Oh, he's been given no favours with gate seven there tomorrow night and probably a little bit unlucky in that second round heat. Um, Brittany was trying to be positive and get forward, but then just got left exposed for probably too long, just didn't get the position that, uh, you know, perhaps that he, he could have got early. So a um, little bit unlucky there. So I, I think he's going to be hard-pressed. It'll be great, great to see him make it and great to have Queensland representation. But unfortunately, I don't think he, he'll be able to get through um, just with where he's drawn tomorrow night. But fingers crossed that they can work some sort of miracle. Uh, just looking at that point score set up for the other uh, trotters as well, the only stable that looks like having uh, dual representation is John Justice, Mufasa Metro and Hatchback. They're both from his stable. He knows how to win in Inter-Dominion, albeit with a pacer, but he's had a couple of nice trotters along the way. Lennon comes to mind quickly. Yeah, Mufasa Metro, he's certainly... Um, He's been going along nicely, so um, certainly don't discount his chances if he gets the right trip, that's for sure. OK, well, that's Geelong tomorrow night, uh, an 11-event program. Those Inter-Dominion heats are races 3, 4, 5 for the Trotters and then 6, 7, 8 for the Pacers. So that is going to be a, a big night of action coming through from Beckley Park there in Geelong. The final takes place next Saturday night, so as soon as that uh, barrier draw is uh, put together, we will bring that to you and Tab will have the, uh, the latest figures. Let's focus on Albion Park tomorrow night, Darren. We've got a 10-event program here tomorrow night. Good racing as well. Uh, race nine, Tab, we've got to mark it up for the, uh, the free-for-all here tomorrow night. And just looking at this latest uh, market, Lilac Flash, 31, Escalera, 12, Northview Hustler, 215, Tommy Lincoln, 23, Big Wheels, 350, Uncle Shank, 280. Small on numbers, high on quality, this free-for-all. Northview Hustler uh, turned over last week behind uh, Mac Da Vinci, 2.15 favourite, but he's got to go up against the Turpin McMullen runners here. Uncle Shank and Big Wheels. Uncle Shank, 2.80, Big Wheels, 3.50. Can he go one better tomorrow night? 
Uh, I thought he produced last week, Chris. I, I'm, at, I'm against him. I don't think he can. I think the 21-38 was, is probably his better trip. Um, he does have some good mile wins to his name. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm against him tomorrow night. I think despite the wide gate, I'm, I'm keen to see how Uncle Shank can perform stepping up against the, the free-for-allers. He did so for the first time in the Be Good Johnny. And, geez, that was a really impressive run. Lockie Manselman drove him on that time. And... He was only beaten three metres behind Blacks of Dance and he was rattling home over the closing stages. Um, he then won over the 2100 last time out, which is not his go at all, but he was able to work off the fence and find a spot uh, once he got out to move forward and, and hold them off thereafter. I think if Northview Hustler gets to the front, um, you know, similar tactics might sort of just pan out. If there's not a great deal of... If he gets a second quarter breather, well then... You know, how fast are they going to come home, which gives him a little bit of an advantage. But I think Uncle Shank, I'm just really keen to see how he steps up to the to the, to the the mark against the, the experienced free-for-allers. And I think he can win that race tomorrow night, Uncle Shank. OK, so going with Uncle Shank there, that promises to be a, a good race because Northview Hustler needs to answer a few questions after being beaten last week. And Uncle Shank needs to answer a few questions as well, stepping up against the big boys. What's your best bet tomorrow night at Albion Park? Yeah, it comes up earlier in the night in uh, race number three, and it's horse number six, Animato, being really taken by what this guy's done since he's joined the Greg Franklin stable. And despite gate six, I think he can, can get the job done. He's had four starts at Albion Park. He's been in the money at each of them. Two of those have been victories, um, taking on some pretty handy performers as well in some of those. So I think he can get forward here and uh, force the issue and prove too strong. Race three, number six, Animato. Okay, best bet. Race three, number six, Animado. What else uh, is going to be a highlight for you at this card tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought um, the race two, seeing whether so extra can bounce back. I'm certainly looking forward to that. That free-for-all is, is the race to sort of um, to see. There's a Q-bred race there, Chris, which I think is an interesting race. And, and from a betting perspective, might just be a little bit open and... Um, Number 10, Bonnie's Dance. I'll be interesting to see what she can produce. Um, sectionally superb last time out. She went back from gate five. Um, that was behind better than a rocket. Her first up effort was in uh, one of the three-year-old features behind Uptown Beach Girl. So keen to see what she can do, Bonnie's Dance, in race five. And I think it's a little bit of a tricky race, that one. OK. Uh, have you got any thoughts on the quaddy tomorrow night at this early stage? Yeah, so that first leg uh, being race five, like I mentioned there, Bonnie's Dance, thro also throwing in numbers two, three and seven. Um, number three, my ultimate victor, he'll backs up from Tuesday where he got the cash. One last roll is an interesting one, probably goes forward and sets the speed. And don't be surprised to see Chamonix bounce back into a bit of form despite landing gate seven, another one from the Dixon stable. Second leg race six, I've got number 10, Tinge of Fear, on top off the back of her Marburg to Albion Park win there last Saturday night, but not a great deal of confidence from gate 10. Certainly think Love and Miss Dixie could get some confidence out of her run on Tuesday, just grabbed in the closing stages. So from gate five, um, she can certainly get forward. So we'll go five and ten in that second leg. The third leg, race seven, uh, got Lady Ivana on top, number four. Thought she gets her opportunity to win a race. She's been mighty close. She's been runner-up her past two. 
Um, so throw her in with number one, Mariana Bromack, uh, winner in a Mare's Qualifier, steps up this week. And number eight, Miss Verstappen, if the brakes go her way, she can certainly uh, bob up there. So one, four and eight in the third leg. And the last leg, race eight, I'm happy to bring it out, bring it home. One out here with number six, dancing to the beat. Now, this mare, she's winless this season in 24 starts, so it's a, it's a big call to put her one out. But I thought her effort last week was really good. Mariana Bromack just beat her. The week before was behind Magic Moment. Um, not an overly strong mare's qualifier, this one. And despite the wide gate, I think she can get the job done. Race eight, number six, dancing to the beat. So bring her home in that quaddy one out. Okay, so your quaddy numbers tomorrow night. First leg, two, three, seven, ten, into five and ten, then one, four, eight, six only in the final leg. So that's the uh, the early thoughts of Darren tomorrow night. His best bet coming up in race three. Keen on the chances of number six, Animato. So action here at Albion Park tomorrow night, starting at five forty-five. Guys, we've got some other good races coming up across the weekend, including the New Zealand Pacing Derby and the Oaks at Addington on Sunday. It's uh, what uh, a new race day. They've dubbed it Grand Prix Race Day. Sunshine Stars, the yearling sale taking place here in Queensland next year. They're sponsoring the New Zealand Derby, so they're venturing internationally and uh, they've got behind the New Zealand Derby sponsorship. This is going to be a, a great clash. Tab have got a price uh, market up. eighty five. Republican Party at two thirty, And they're the only two in single figures, so that is going to be a ripping race. That's the Sunshine Stars New Zealand Derby, so that will come through at about 12.44 Queensland time there on uh, on Sunday. It's a really good program. There's a number of features there. Self-assured steps out. Muscle Mountain steps out. Two-year-old features for the uh, the Phillies and the Colts and Gelding. So a lot to look forward to at that meeting coming through on Sunday. Just looking at the New Zealand Oaks. Uh, clear favourite here. True Fantasy for the All-Stars operation. $1.65. So... Uh, she's expected to dominate. She's been a wonderful filly, and she's drawn the ace there on Sunday. So that is the Oaks. And, of course, uh, we've got the uh, the big race meeting coming through from the West tonight. We've got the four-year-old uh, feature, the four-year-old classic. So an all-important lead-up to the, uh, the big nugget, which is only weeks away. And just looking at the tab uh, fixed prices here for tonight's feature over in the West, uh, the favourite here for this race is Jumping Jack Mac 310, Laverageo 480, Mighty Ronaldo $6, just in front of him, Tenzing Bromac $4.20. Mighty Ronaldo $6 and El Kima at $6 as well. So that's going to be a, a ripper tonight. That's race five at uh, our time, 9.53. Prince of Pleasure, who's unbeaten still in Perth. He steps out in the free-for-all, which is race four tonight, and he is at $2. So he's found support. He was around two fifteen yesterday when we spoke with Matt Young. He's now yours for theirs, looking for, I think it's eight in a row. So... It's going to be all important to see how he measures up against the uh, the big boys for the first time there tomorrow night. So plenty happening and uh, a lot to look forward to across the weekend.